Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women here in northern Japan and the creator of the Jumpstart course and the Women in Japan Mastermind. So if you're listening to this and uh, it's just come out, um, October, mid-October, October 14th, I think, um, please know that there are only two weeks to go until the, we close down registration for the transformational Reiki retreat here in Yumoto Onsen, Iwaki City, Fukushima. And that is going to be an amazing long weekend uh, full of learning, full of growth, uh, full of nurturing, all of that great stuff, good food, good people beautiful surroundings and relaxation. So don't wait too long to sign up for that. Um, we need to get four people for it to go ahead. So if, um, you know, at the time that you're listening to this, um, you may be the, the person we need to make sure that this goes ahead. So do sign up if that's for you. You can find out more about that on Jane Nakata slash Reiki. You can find the link for that in the show notes as well. So thank you so much for listening as always. I'm very excited to announce that this podcast has reached over 10,000 downloads. Now that is very, very cool because this podcast started out with just one or two listeners, yeah? And we've gone to, you know, grow the listeners to, you know, probably over 100 or more um, regular listeners and also over 10,000 downloads, and that's thanks to you guys. So thank you so much for that. I'm very, very excited that, yeah, this podcast just keeps growing and you guys are sharing it with your friends that you know that um, could really use some of the stories and inspirational um, things that we talk about over here on the Transformations with Jane podcast. So thank you so much for your support and um, yoroshiku ne, which is what we say in Japan, which means kind of like, and keep doing that. <laughs> okay, so what do I have for you today? Well, continuing on from, you know, this theme of, you know, my life is going through a huge transition right now. And I really want to share with you guys as I go through it. Um, I don't want to hide, you know, anything or, you know, this is a chance for us all to learn from each other. And yeah, this is a chance for people to learn from, you know, in a situation that's happening with with my family at the moment that we're going through an international move. And, you know, they say that, you know, moving house is one of the most stressful things you can do. And if you make it moving house from one country to another, it's even more stressful. So I'm trying not to buy into that story. Like I get to be stressed because I'm moving internationally. Um, which is tricky because I'm a champion stressor outer, or I always have been at least. And it's been my, my sort of go-to um, thing is, oh, something to get stressed out about. I'm so busy. Yeah. You know, almost feels good. Do you know what I mean? To get stressed out about something. And, you know, the that's the difference between adrenaline, um, you know, the adrenaline kicking in when, you know, you need to be on point about stuff or you need to be on guard or you need to be on your toes, except for example, but three months of preparation to move to a different country is not really going to lead to 
a great outcome. We're going to get there in the end, right? Like it's going to happen. We're going to be moved from one country to another. And we actually have, you know, a moving company to help us with that. So I don't need to stress myself out about it because it's going to happen. And all I have to do is just, um, and this is something that my friend Silke, who um, I was, who I'm doing this uh, Reiki retreat with, um, sort of mentioned to me the other day is that you just need to let the universe help you. And the more that you get yourself worked up and, you know, meddle too much in things and run around and get all flustered, that sort of doesn't really help. But for example, if you take things out and put them, you know, out, they will get sorted out. The things will get put in the trash. Things will get recycled. If you um, open a suitcase to go on you know, to go away, it will eventually get packed. So it's creating the space and the energy to, to, for these things to happen almost as if by magic. Yeah. Um, and that might sound a bit woo woo for some listeners perhaps, but I'm, I like that idea because I'm not a sprinter and I've mentioned this before in other podcasts that I like to do things a little bit at a time. So I don't want to clean out my whole house in a weekend, which is what a sprinter would do. I like to do one shelf today. I'll do another shelf tomorrow. Um, you know, I'll do another shelf the next day. And I'm happy doing just a little bit each day. And that is far more achievable for me and my personality. So I like the idea of, you know, putting a box out, putting some books in it, <laughs> that sort of thing, taking them to the bookshop, all that sort of slow, jet, um, sort of, you know, snail pace progress is fine for me personally. Um, that might sound like, a nightmare to some people that'd rather just get it done. Yeah. And that's fine too. So yeah, talking about how I'm approaching this through, it's, you know, it's a three, it's a more than three months. It's more, probably more like about four or five months transition from one country to another as we um, prepare to leave here and then we get where we're going and then have to wait for our stuff to arrive from on ship and unpack as well. And when the stuff actually gets there and actually gets settled, it's going to be nearly half a year, right, of this transition period. So there's no need to go through it and stress myself out and wear myself down because we're going to get there in the end, yeah? And so let's get there in style. Let's get there with ease, with grace. So, you know, if this, perhaps you're not moving, but perhaps there's something in your life that's happening that could, you know, it's a choice if you decide to go through a transition, you know, by pulling your hair out and running around like a, um, you know, flustered and, and all of that, or just, you know, trusting that the process is going to happen and you'll get there anyway. So let's get there in style and calmly and, um, yeah, <laughs> feeling wonderful rather than feeling worn out and um, stressed out. So today I also wanted to talk a little bit about fresh starts, yeah, and so, you know, January 1st is like the big fresh start of the year and everyone gets worked up for what they're going to change about their lives and then it doesn't actually last very long and, you know, if you're waiting till next January to start something, that's kind of a waste of time. Um, you know, we can have a fresh start tomorrow, yeah, we can have a fresh start from one o'clock today, we can have a fresh start, you know, on Monday, whenever you feel ready to have that fresh start. So 
you know, we we don't have to wait for a fresh start for something. And, you know, I'm recording this in October. So the end of summer is another great time to have um, a fresh start. Perhaps you, you didn't put so much effort into, you know, working out or, you know, moving your body over the summer because it's just too horrible. Then let's make autumn a fresh start. And I definitely see a lot more runners out when I'm out doing my own <laughs> exercise these days than I did even a few months ago. So why not make that fresh start now? And, you know, sometimes, and I was mentioning this transition that we're going through, the um, at the moment, the challenges that I'm in Japan with my children and my husband's in Sweden for now. And so we're, so I'm not as free as I was before in that I can't get up at 5.30 and go for my walk or my run um, like I would like to because then I would effectively be leaving my children home alone. And, you know, sure, you know, between 5.30 and 6.30 in the morning, probably nothing's going to happen, but I'm not willing to take that chance. And since I'm their only guardian on in the country right now, I don't want to, you know, get myself involved in, say, you know, get hit by a car or something, for example, <laughs> just to be dramatic. But this is the kind of, you know, thought process I have. So yeah, definitely not going out at 5.30 in the morning to walk alone um, as I would do normally. Um, so what, and I was sort of feeling so frustrated. Oh, what am I going to do? You know, um, that morning first exercise has been just such a savior to me to to get my day off to a good start and to start off with, you know, feeling fresh and, you know, um, energetic rather than just rolled out of bed, where's the coffee? So um, I was feeling really frustrated about this. So I was thinking, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that and I can't do that. So I decided to change it to, well, what could I do? What can I do instead? And so I thought, well, I don't really want to wake my kids up at 5.30. I'd rather they sleep till 6. Um, so um, if I'm in my room and I just sort of roll out of bed onto my yoga mat and flip on the a YouTube video of, yo- of a yoga class, I could do that, couldn't I? So, And then recently my husband gave me some Bluetooth earphones. So now I have absolutely no excuse. You know, I can put my Bluetooth earphones on. I can do the yoga using my um, iPhone just to, you know, when I can't figure out what she's trying to tell me to do, I can have a quick check and look at what it, at the video while I'm doing yoga on my yoga mat in my room. I'm not disturbing anyone. I'm in my house and I'm after – and. I, and you're going to love this, but it's only 15 minutes. Yeah. It's not like an hour of like power yoga or anything at 5:30 in the morning. This is 15 minutes of just morning, you know, wake up, refreshing yoga. And I thought, let's just keep it doable because if I'm even 30 minutes, yeah, is going to be something that I'm going to potentially avoid at that time of the morning. And so 15 minutes for me, it's like, you know, anybody can do 15 minutes of yoga. All I have to do, I don't even have to change my clothes. I can do it in my pajamas. Yeah. So there's no excuses really to not roll out of bed and onto my yoga mat. I'm not even waking up my husband. Yeah. He's not, you know, there at the moment. So this is the perfect chance to establish a new kind of habit. And I'm pl- I'm proud to say that it's been two weeks now and I've been doing it fairly regularly. I think I've only missed the weekend. So that is, for me, I feel that's really 
works really well. So changing my mindset from, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that, to, well, what could I do? And keeping it doable, I think, is a really key thing. And just making that a non-negotiable. In the morning, this is what I do, and then I move on with my day. So actually, after I've done this 15 minutes of yoga, I'm feeling really good, like I'm feeling awake, um, I'm feeling like flexible and my body feels warmed up in just 15 minutes. That's great. So then I, without like taking my earphones off, I just sit on the bed and I flip over from my YouTube clip to a um, audio I have saved on my phone in Dropbox. And this audio is a hypnosis audio and it's um, a hypnosis one that you can use for anything you want to do. So it helps you to create a vision of what you want to happen in your life, or it helps you to heal your body if you have something that needs healing. And so it's kind of like meditation if you've done meditation and it's very guided. So you just listen to the voice and you do what it tells you. It's very relaxing. And when you finish, you feel really good. Like there's probably no other way that you can feel this good and not have some kind of um, negative aftermath. You know, like, you know, you drink a glass of wine, you feel pretty good, right? But there's always, you always have to pay back that good feeling later. Same for a cup of coffee, right? You're, when you drink caffeine, you know, you feel, maybe you feel a bit perked up, but you're only borrowing that energy from the future. Yeah. And you're going to crash later on. Same for sugar, same for carbohydrates, any drugs that you might take, <laughs> you know, you're only borrowing from your future happiness, but with, um, hypnosis and meditation is very much the same. When you finish, you feel really good. And that is, does not detract as you're not borrowing from future, from the future. And this is what I love about it. So not only are you you know, calm, um, refreshed, and focused on what it is that you actually want to be doing, but you're also, you're feeling good, and you're not going to suffer the consequences later by having a hangover or a, a blood sugar crash or whatever. So, so this is something that I'm really, really um, enjoying using, and making it a pair with the yoga in the morning is really effective. So I just do the yoga sit straight down and do the med uh, hypnosis and it gets done. And then it's six o'clock in the morning and then my kids are allowed to wake up because sometimes they're awake earlier. Um, then they get out of bed and then I'm, then I can be in mum mothering mode and, you know, helping get their breakfast and get ready for school and all of those things in a much calmer, refreshed, awake um, mode than I would if I just rolled out of bed at six o'clock. So yeah, I'm really loving this, um, my current fresh start that I've, you know, it's just been going for two weeks to do this. And it's interesting to notice that how easy it's been because I'm not worried about other people. So for example, if my husband was there every morning at 5.30, he might not like it that I would turn on the lights and open the curtains and the windows and started doing yoga because he prefers to get up at 5.50. Yeah, or 5.55 or something, his alarm goes off. Um, he's not right there at the moment, so I don't need to think about him. So it's extremely easy for me to do this yoga. So that tells me that actually I am worrying too much about 
other people and their stuff. Whereas, you know, if he was there, sure, I could do it. I just have to sneak very quietly out of the room and down into a different room, downstairs to a different room to do the same thing effectively. Yeah, there would be no difference. So, um, but, you know, that sort of change of um, rhythm and change of things happening helped me to see my behavior more clearly and how much I let other people's um, not exist. Well, I don't want to use the word existence, but just being there, keep me from doing what I need to do, right? What I really want to do. And having that as an excuse, oh, I don't want to wake up my husband. Oh, I don't want to wake up my kids. Um, You know, let's not let that be an excuse to having a really great start to your day. So that's what I've been doing in the morning. And in the and because I'm sort of, you know, here with the kids myself at the moment, the thing that I struggle again with is in the evening because I'm done for the day in the evening. I've just had, you know, I've had like I'm an early bird. I'm done by like six o'clock. I'm like ready to wind down and go to bed. So I thought, how can I without like putting my kids to bed super duper early because they already go to bed early. How can I um, create just even just a little bit more time for myself in the evening and create a calm atmosphere for our whole family in the evening? And I realized it was that I would put the kids to bed earlier, but they didn't necessarily have to go to sleep. They, if they were tired, they're welcome to go to sleep, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour earlier, but they're also welcome to read a book until their bedtime, which is, you know, for my older daughter who's 8, 8 p.m. and my son who's 5 is um, 7.15. He's usually out to it by 7.15. He's exhausted. Um, And my older daughter is really done by 8 as well. So now we're trialing for them going to actually get into their beds earlier and they're reading in bed. And so they're getting some reading done, having reading time, which is great as well. And I get even just a little bit more quiet, peaceful time. And it's just a far more um, peaceful end to the day. I'm just going to stop here because my cleaner's here and I'll be back soon. Sorry about that little disruption there. That was my lovely cleaner arriving. I got a bit carried away with the episode and went over time the time that I thought that I had um, to record before she arrived. But not to worry because here on the Transformations with Jane podcast, we don't worry about things <laughs> like that so much. We just keep going. And yeah, I was thinking, oh, maybe I should um, edit that out. And then I was like, no, no, I'll just leave it in there because this, you know, it's good enough. Yeah, this episode is good enough. It doesn't need to be edited and polished up. So the, and the point behind that is to show you that you can do it too. You know, that the podcasting, for example, is something that anybody can do. And, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect because that is quite frankly, a waste of effort, I feel, um, trying to achieve perfection, which nobody tends to notice anyway, right? So, <laughs> so yeah, we just roll with things here on the Transformations with Jane podcast. So, yeah, that was basically all I had for you today anyway, and I just wanted to wrap it up quickly and say thank you for listening.
and I hope to see you again soon. I have some wonderful, wonderful women coming up in the next few weeks, and I'm looking forward to interviewing them very, very soon. And one of the great things about this having this podcast is that I get to talk to all these amazing people. And even if I only know them a little bit, maybe I've seen them around on the on the Instagrams or something like that, um, I might never have met them in real life. I get to talk to them and um, get to know them and amazing things often pop out of those um, you know, relationships that we create through making these podcast episodes. So that's something I really like about uh, podcasting, which I never imagined would be a thing before I started doing this. And it really makes me feel less alone up here in Fukushima. And I know that the podcast itself also also makes um, women all across Japan and, uh, and other places around the world too feel less alone. So that's fantastic. So thank you so much for listening. See you again next week. And um, yeah, let's see if you um, have some fresh stars or, you know, let's work on crossing the finishing line in style rather than, um, you know, arriving <laughs> in a very bedraggled and stressed out state. Yeah, we have a choice. Let's, let's try and do our best there. Okay, have a great week. See you. Bye-bye.